that opening with the 80s mall, like, I I dug that. And then it kind of rode me through. Like, yo, I knew everything was shit. I knew the acting was shit. I knew the storyline was shit. I knew it was just shit. But they tried to give me some explosions, which was shit. Maybe I was high, but I didn't find it that bad. Hey, Mac. Mac, was it shit? It was shit, man. Hot trash, but not that bad, bro. Badge, it seems to be a sudden general explosion of mass homicide. Every you do, don't fall asleep. Murder, vampirism, cannibalism, mutilation. Sudden move, I'll give you a sudden move upside your head. What the hell is that? What is this, your worthless pile of junk, huh? Hey, look, I'm like you, you know? I work here, see? Huh? See that? Oh, shit. I knew you bastards were gonna be trouble when I first brought you in here. Ah! 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 Hi, I'm Kenny the Final Girl. Fuck the fuchsia, it's Friday. And I'm Sean of the Dead, waitress, more butter. (laughs) And this is The House That Screams. Tonight we are talking about the cult classic film Chopping Mall from 1986. We have Mac the All-Star. Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> Erica, right? It's not you, Ferdy. I'm just not used to being chased around a mall in the middle of the night by killer robots. <laughs> Rub, the cinema drunkie Antiquetta. I like pepperoni. Nico, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Laser malfunction. Laser malfunction. <laughs> Dave German. Why do I have the feeling I'm going to regret this in the morning? <laughs> and returning extended family member, uh, Daniel Nightmare Nerd Ryan. You fuckers gonna send me a rambogram? <laughs> <laughs> and being tradition, um, Daniel, what do you have to say about Chopping Mall? Where do you want to start us off? Oh, what can you say? <laughs> um, <laughs> so much. So much 80s. This that's the charm of this movie. It is so 80s. And uh, the funny thing is, in a way, it's almost it's kind of showing its age that the 80s was the age of the mega mall where that really came into vogue. Where you could see this movie develop like that, just because that was such a new concept and just this like huge facility where there were these all these dizzying array of stores and all the events that could happen in a mall too. And I just love the opening of this because I got to tell you, in my childhood, I don't ever remember seeing bikini models on the escalators. <laughs> no, never once. No, no, no. no. And um, I'm not quite up with my dates here. Could someone correct me? Was this before or after Short Circuit? I think it was around the same time. I might have to fact check because I could almost swear this influence going on there. Yeah, there's a 
there's kind of like the the opposite, you know, yeah. equal and opposite reaction. Same you know, year. Um, but I same year. Same year. I'm same year, yeah. Okay, that same feel. Um, so maybe some Terminator influence going on there too. A little bit. Um, Mac. So I'm gonna be that guy, man. <laughs> I'm gonna start this off with that be shit was guy. hot trash, but <laughs> <laughs> but oxymoron inserted here. It wasn't that bad. I didn't have a. I really didn't have that much of a problem with it. I so all right. Um, I think I enjoyed what uh, Daniel said. That opening with the '80s mall, like I I dug that, and then it kind of rode me through. Like yo, I knew everything was shit. I knew the acting was shit. I knew the storyline was shit. I knew it was just shit. But they gave. They tried to give me some explosions, which was shit. Like. <laughs> I don't know. I maybe I was high, but I didn't find it that bad. Hey Mac. Hey Mac. 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 Was it shit? It was shit, yeah. man. Hot trash, but not that bad, bro. Well, I've definitely seen worse Hard Rock Zombies. Anybody? Yeah. So that's yeah, well, that that's what we have to hold no as a that. measuring yeah, stick right. on how bad a movie is. Yeah, that's the low bar. <laughs> uh, Erica. Oh, man. So I only have a few words to say about this movie. <laughs> Bargain bin Robocop. Uh, Robert. That, okay, do, a few do, more do, words, but that sums it up. Like that. Uh, Erica, Erica, don't disrespect Robocop like that, please, ever again. Thank I you. know. <laughs> I love Robocop. That's why I clarified hey, Bargain bin. That, that opening scene where that, that guy's uh, demoing the the robot security force and how it's, you know, a safe you know, security system. And it's like, it seems so much like that similar scene from RoboCop, except for, of course, in RoboCop, the demo malfunctions and kills the, the guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it was kind of interesting, like, um, uh, Angus Grimm from the Phantasm movies had like this blink and you miss him little bit part in yeah. that scene and it's like it's kind of criminal to not have him be like a, a more major actor in any movie he's in and that's just my thought um but like this uh the movie as a whole like i honestly didn't even see it until joe bob um screened it on the last drive-in in season two and i didn't care for it then i rewatched it yesterday and brace yourselves I didn't care for it this time. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see where this conversation's gonna go. <laughs> Tell you, I'll be out here alone on this island, man. It was not half. <laughs> I've seen a lot worse. I just I don't love it. Like the only reason I watched it again is because we were gonna be talking about it. <laughs> uh, Nico. So like Erica, this first time that I saw it was when Joe Bob showed it on the last drive-in during the last season. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it either. It just kind of was. Um, I think for me, the like standout was really Dick Miller because, you know, he's awesome in everything that he's in. And, you know, I don't know if we're going to jump the gun here, but like that, ex that head explosion scene was probably <laughs> the entire, I, I feel like that's where the yeah. budget for the movie went was in that, yeah. that one scene. But it's true. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I mean, like, it was it was a fun movie. It just it just I don't know. It just wasn't it wasn't that great. I mean, even for an Straight 80s movie, for, for right, like it's. I mean, it's 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 kind of a party movie in a way. Like if you have like friends, like you're drunk and like you're getting high yeah. or whatever, and you're like, we should watch this piece of shit movie. But then you end up kind of like, all right, it wasn't half bad, but it wasn't great. Right? Like it wasn't it wasn't half bad, but it wasn't it wasn't great. Like you don't you don't walk away from it like feeling like you wasted two hours of your time or whatever it was, hour and a half. But I mean, I, I didn't I, I didn't really you know. Oh, there you go. All right, seventy seven minutes. So. I mean, well, well, when when Joe Bob shows movies, it's like three hours anyway. So I mean, yeah. he managed to get Troma's War in three hours. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It just kind of was the the head explosion scene was probably the best scene in the movie, and Dick Miller fucking rules always. Um, and plus Rodney Eastman, young Rodney Eastman, first movie yes, was yes. this one. I was gonna say that yes. Before before he got his um dream powers of being a pimp in Dreamland. <laughs> in Dream Warriors, Rob's favorite. Pimp power. <laughs> I'm messing with you. Uh, Dave. Um, well, that head explosion scene is interesting because it sort of takes you by surprise. I was not expecting something that graphic. Certainly not as early because it's like uh, it's it's very early on in the movie and it, it does kind of uh, take you by surprise. But what I wanted to mention was the mall itself is, um, like Daniel said, this was the age, the golden age of the mega mall. This is when, 86, so this is when I was working in a mall just like that, sort of uh, what I call my dark years. So it's a strange (laughs) mixture of, like, nostalgia and, like, cold sweat horror for me to see, like, the mall. Like, because I was, like, turning into one of those people who, like, hung out at the mall all the time. Like, even when they weren't working there, they were still hanging out at the mall. We used to call them mall creatures, where Mm -hmm. I'm from. I used to work at uh, at uh, Garden State Plaza for you guys over there from the area. Oh my God, Paramus. Yeah, I worked at Garden State. Route 17. Plaza. Oh my yeah, route God, 17, that, Route 17 um, and Route 4, the most dangerous intersection in the country. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> I to Gary, Indiana. <laughs> so I spent a lot of time in the mall. So this so this mall specifically, the Sherman Oaks Galleria, has been in every movie. I have a list. Yeah, I won't yeah. read it, but look it up. If they've been in. It's been in every movie that a mall takes place in. And apparently because they're the low bidder. Like, they wanted to film this at uh, a different mall, and they wanted too much money. So uh, Sherman Oaks was like, yeah, we'll charge way less than that. They, like, charge. They were the low bidder. That's why they got all these movies. Which actually that's was, place the low bidder. I couldn't imagine it. Well, it's actually, yeah. quite, it's actually quite brilliant because you recognize it. Just from this movie, you're like, oh, I remember that scene from Inner Space, that scene from Commando. It, uh, so it's really brilliant marketing on their part. And apparently the production crew had a real problem with the um, security manager at the mall. He was like accusing them of fucking shit up and that they didn't. It, but I just, I, the mall itself is, uh, is it, yeah, interesting to me. Great, huge mega mall, just full of every store you can imagine, including the furniture store that they have that weird orgy in, which I guess someone else can talk about because it makes me gross. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm never buying retail furniture again just because of that scene. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm going to bring a black light to room to go, you know, and shine on every fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, you do to a hotel room. The less said about that scene, the better. The better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's the funny line when he's, uh, the, 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 the douchey guy is uh, under the sheets, obviously um, giving oral to his girlfriend. And she's like, you know I don't allow that. It's just a funny a little moment of comedy there. When I thought that was kind of hilarious. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> that whole scene was kind of creepy. Like, people are just banging, like, 10 feet away from each other, just like on couch. Yeah, I never that. understood that. I know that's actually quite common. Like, I knew friends that would do that. And I'm like, I'm not having sex in the same room as my friend. 
they, I don't have that. I don't have that kind of body confidence I, to do that in front of. Other I don't people. have that kind of want to have sex. Sounds like the proof. Performance it. anxiety. Uh, on the, you, on like, the naga. I have eye contact with your friend. Like I, I don't while know. you're in the right here, imagine while you're, you're in the middle of it, like making eye contact, and then you pretend you didn't make eye contact. Oh, it's like being, being in the stall of a public bathroom and you make eye contact with someone through the crack in the door. <laughs> the you're just like, uh. And they don't look away. It's like, dude. <laughs> oh, it's like it's like Michael Myers in H two O when he's like staring, like hardcore, like dead ass staring at that chick, like gawking her as she's taking a leak in the in the stall. <laughs> and both, and even in eight in uh twenty eighteen, like he's like you know fucking like stalking her in the while she's taking a I don't know, I'm, I'm gonna say she's taking a poop. Number so two, that, that's what I'm going with. But, she's definitely <laughs> dropping a monster duke, but <laughs> well, my point of the mall basically was if you hang around the mall long enough. Like, I, I worked there for, like, a year and a half. I had some really fun times, but also some really creepy times. Malls are interesting places. Interesting oh, collections yeah. of humanity. Yeah. yeah seriously. I, I've worked I've worked in a mall for many years. Trust me, Dave, I'm, I'm with you. I know. Yeah, well, I, I want to, that bad story. Dude, I sold shoes at JCPenney's. Someone sold, sold shoes at Journeys. Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to yes. jump in. Um... I was going to say something about the mall. Um, yeah, growing up as a kid in the 80s and, you know, being a preteen going into the 90s, like, it was the place you had your parents drop you off at the mall. Yeah. They had the music stores. They had, you know, just everything you could think of. Um, you wanted to hang out at the cool stores like Spencer's or whatever. There was no hot topic. <laughs> yes. But, but malls are dying off. And um, so this is a neat little time capsule. Um what I, my biggest gripe with this film, and I'm just going to come right out and say it, is this is a criminal underuse of Barbara Crampton. Yeah. I think, and I have nothing against Kelly McKinney, okay? But I think Barbara Crampton should have been the main character. I mean, she oh, just, she, and, and like I said, it's no, no shade on, on Kelly Maroney, but I just and it act, actually she got cast because the director wanted to date her. You know what no. I'm saying? Like that's th- th- there was a lot of creepiness there. Um, but I did want to share. Um, I posted this on Twitter and I wanted to share what other people had to say about this before I re- really was getting into mine, which we'll kind of do in, in a minute. So here's a couple of replies. Um, <clears throat> At Adam Acid says, absolutely love this movie. Really like the Mary Warnov and Paul Bartel cameos. The Roger Corman movie posters on the restaurant walls was a nice touch. B-movie classic. And then Jiggy's Horror Corner says, I think it's far from perfect, but I consistently have a fun time with it. Love some of the kills, such as the laser to the head. Obviously. Sorry. Um, like the robot designs and generally enjoy the characters we get. Sort of a misleading title. So I get why it doesn't work for some, but me likey. Now, and then, and from that, what, my last little tidbit I want to say for just this moment is this was one of those, uh, we, we've talked a lot about the 80s and the VHS cover art, which is almost like, I'd like to have like a museum of that. That'd be fucking cool. This was like one of those fucking badass cover arts that you would see in the horror section back in the day and you were just so fucking disappointed with the movie (laughs) you know like oh man if it was just that that poster could have been that it sells you but it's like uh then you watch the movie you're like 
fuck you. Yeah, because there's absolutely no chopping no. whatsoever. Yeah, and it's no just chopping. so cool looking, you know? But I'm like, what? <laughs> that's called a bait and switch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they fucked us. Uh, and, and real quick, I'll just throw in there. You know, what you guys said about this being the golden age of the mall, I totally agree with. Um, who, as a, you know, I saw this as a kid. And just like Candy said, I've got it because of the, the cover art. Um, and I've watched this film a few times um, and, and actually several times more recently with Joe Bob. And then I walked in when my daughter was watching it and ended up sitting through it with her. Um, Bless your heart. And it's I honestly like it's enjoyable for me to a point like I kind of have fun with it, you know, and it is kind of like a party film um, who, you know, as a kid hanging out at the mall didn't like the idea of like maybe accidentally getting locked in the mall and hanging out and all that stuff. But you got to think about it. There's so many films that did it better. Dawn of the Dawn Dead. Dead. I was going to say, you know, having free reign of the mall, being able to, you know, to, to go to the gun stores Thinking or, of like there you know, being a gun store in the right. mall. And, and, it's, <laughs> and that was, that was kind of my, my point is like with this one, like, you know, they're getting M 16s and shit out of the gun store. You know, but also, you know, with this with this film is like, you know, the early mid early to mid 80s was like that perfect time of like, you know, the the computer age um, and, and the robot age. And all these films were coming out yeah, with these. The Vogue. Yeah, with these vote, the, these robots, these killer robots and, and things yeah, like that. Garbage cans. Right. Yeah. And uh, it, it was just, you know, it's it, it is it's a it's a time capsule for that era. Um, I didn't think that the robots looked threatening at all uh, they were huge they were loud but yet somehow snuck up on people and <laughs> hit bodies it hit bodies yeah. went up the escalator you know um i can't even go up the escalator yeah, yeah. they were too wide for right right yeah so i mean <laughs> you know it was but but like nico said the whole oh, budget was, after who you know oh stairs this fucker's yeah. trying to destroy the universe the, the whole budget was spent on the the headshot and the fucking the the lasers you and know, the lasers were being so being added lame. in. But uh, what do you got for us, Rob? Today was the first time I actually seen this. <laughs> I've never i never seen this before. Uh, yeah, I uh, I wanted to, to the, that tidbit when she said about the poster art. I actually remember seeing the poster art years ago. Um, yes. In, in, a, in a video store. For years, I thought it was the poster. To, uh, I was misremembering as the poster for, to Alice Sweet Alice. But then, oh. oh, no. It was a... Because it it's kind of similar with the fucking bag and shit, and there's a face in there. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, this ain't so bad. This 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 is this is fun. It, it feels a little long for being fucking 77 minutes, but uh, it's whatever. <laughs> That's but a then, Maybe it's not so good. But, here, but, here, but here's the thing. Uh, after I was done, I immediately forgot the fucking movie. Yeah. I, it, it is it is incredibly unmemorable. Like it left five minutes after I finished watching it. I'm literally having to rewatch it right now because to remember what the fuck. I don't, I don't got a I, I don't got a thing, not a fucking clue about what happened in this movie. But uh, now now it's all coming back to me. And then uh, uh, I do agree with you that Barbara Crampton is underused. Um, also, Mr. John Terleski. Uh, John Terleski is currently underused. Uh, did that man deserves an Oscar for the way he chews his fucking gum in this movie? Yeah. Uh, Constantly, nonstop. That that gum chewing is fucking Oscar bait shit worth stuff, man. It's just like <laughs> the way he's chewing that shit. Like, nah, 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 nah. Um, That's how it, I chew gum though. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm more subtle. Um, 
uh, his his the the chick who played his girl deserve Oscars for her boobs and uh, uh, I, I I like not 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 to be all misogynistic and all, but uh, I, th- I thought it's real hard to uh, outdo Barbara Crampton's boobs. But uh, holy shit! But she was like, "Hurry back with my cigarettes!" And she pulls the thing down, and he's just like, "Straight caught him." <laughs> yeah. cigarettes. Ah, I don't want to. Here's yeah. some tits. All right. Okay, I'll go get those cigarettes. And and now I'm what, dead. What flavor? <laughs> Death flavor. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but like it, it, it it's, it's all right. It's, it's like it's like everybody will say it's all right. You know, it's, it's 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 not it's not awful. It's not terrible. We've seen worse, but we've seen better too. It's just yeah. so fucking. Uh, it's just so fucking plain and unmemorable. Like uh, the the robots look like uh, the the robot from fucking uh, Flight of the Navigator with the uh, Alpha Five's head on it. <laughs> You know the robot that takes. I was him from- I was even thinking that it looked like um Sicko from Rocky Four, Paulie's robot. Oh yeah, it almost, kinda, it almost kinda looked like that yeah, too. Yeah, that too, that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, totally. but um about about a year ago I read something about oh, oh they're removing the sex robot from Rocky Four and the first yeah thing they I, are the they first are. thing the very first thing first thing I said was they're taking Brigitte Nielsen out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, um I did want to touch on uh uh uh, uh the director Jim Wynorski. Uh Jim Wynorski is a incredibly prolific filmmaker. Um he's made like what like over 100 200 movies. Uh yeah. and, and they they all have something to do which were watchable. Uh, all have something to do with breast in them. Uh the the <laughs> The, the breast of Eastwick or whatever the bre- uh, the bear winch oh, project yeah. And- yeah he did a lot of that like soft core and, and, oh wait he and, does uh, he does all the Skinamax movies that that's yeah. him that does all the Skinamax movies yeah, yeah. okay the funny like, thing the the one movie I seen of his that didn't have boobs in it was the one movie he's not even credited for so there you go about Jim Wynorski <laughs> yeah you know what Rob what you stole my thunder because I have a whole list about Jim Wynorski right here. Cool. <laughs> so, no, no. so I'm going to I'm I'm going to hijack real quick and just go, go, go. Yeah, the titles. So, so he he went on to do a bunch of horror sequels. Uh Return of Swamp Thing, uh yeah. Sorority House Massacre 2, uh 976 Evil 2 and Ghoulies 4. <laughs> and then he kind of does this like Coming up in the world. He does this flip-flop where a lot of, like, B-horror directors go from porn to horror. He kind of flips it and goes from horror to porn with such great films. And and Rob mentioned a few of them. The Bear Winch Project. (laughs) Busty Cops. (laughs) Original and inspired. Alabama Jones and the Busty Crusade. Oh, Oh my God. God. I love that crusade. (laughs) The Witches of Breastwick. <laughs> House on Hooter Hill. <laughs> the Devil Wears Nada. Ooh, I like that title right there. That's hey, a good one. These names, and I'm here living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. The, the dramatic found footage film Cleavage Field. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and one that we've mentioned before. The hills have thighs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was me. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You forgot Paranocker's activity. I just looked it yes. up. <laughs> <laughs> you just made that up. You just made that up. And 
And I just yeah. and I just want to wrap on and this the up. and the the, the the Da Vinci co-ed. Yeah, the Da Vinci co-ed. And I just want to wrap this up with a quote from Jim Wynorski. Breasts are the cheapest special effect in our business. And yeah. if I can hijack briefly, I so briefly, um, he learned everything from Roger Corman. Mm-hmm. Now I got some strong opinions on Roger well, Corman, not, but yeah. we'll save that. Yeah, the, that's why Roger loved using him because because he knew how to shoot breasts. And if you and if if you've seen what Jim Wynorski looks like, he looks like a fucking pervert. Like. <laughs> He, yeah, he's like, he, I mean, what he did to Kelly Maroney, like, that's yeah, he's, stuff, like, that's, like, some, like, no, uh, he, sexual he, harassment he, HR situation. He, he looks like a fucker, he looks like he smells like piss, like, for real, for real. Like, <laughs> like, like, nah, he, nah, no, he probably smells like piss, bro. Yeah, he, he probably does, he probably does. Like, I, I swear, like, he, like, I, I've seen... The guy in the subway just, station. Oh yes. yeah, most definitely. I've, I've I've seen what he looks like, and uh, um, the man looks like he's he's cosplaying as a perverted uh, Jam Michael Vincent during his final days. Like he he really looks like bad. Like Jesus. And, and, like you can you can see like this is a motherfucker that's like if if he tells you he had sex with women, I'm just, like I'm sure uh, uh, pretty much most of them weren't consenting. Like this motherfucker is or conscious. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like or they were charging by the hour. Yeah, the uh, it's double rights. <laughs> Fucking Roman Polanski crosses the street to get away from him because he's disgusted by him. Like, oh my god, oh, pervert, god. get away. Wow. And then here's wait, wait, wait. I just get I'm out. looking him up now. So here's like here's like the kicker. He also did two two kids movies, a dog gone Christmas and a dog gone holiday. No, he also did the skateboard Later. kid too. Uh, I think no, but they were probably I mean the and, moms were like the Pixar moms. Right. Busty and have an ass and shit and clothes. Uh, yeah. Let, yeah, let's so not yeah, forget his have... um his cinematic classic, The Bear Wench Project 2, Scared Topless. Someone has to write when that happens to me. I get so scared I need to take off my top. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh yeah, that's that's what I got to say about Jim Wynorski. Uh, and here and here I am trying to struggle to make my own movie and this guy's making fucking like Skinamax movies on the regular like it's nothing and me, right? And shit, you know what I'm saying? Boobies. Boobies seem so, to be the key. For those of you who watched the, sorry to jump in, but on no. the top of that, that guy, um, for those who've watched the um, Joe Bob uh, feature on Chopping Mall, Darcy says that he, that Jim called her pretending to, like, using some fake name, and she was supposed to be in one of those, like, erotic horror parody movies. And he told her she she had to pay for her own bus ticket, like, for 500 miles. Yep. yep. <laughs> it was, like, wow. incredibly, like, just lame and shitty. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember like, Joe Bob was like, did you do it? She's like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's, that's fucking, the, uh, that's Jim Moore. That sounds like uh, Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like even even his aliases are like fucking like Jay Andrews, Arch Stanton, H.R. Blueberry, Tom Papatopoulos, <laughs> and Noble Henry. H-R- I like Tom Papatopoulos. H.R. Blueberry and Tom Papatopoulos and Noble Henry. You know, I swear to God, if I actually get famous from doing movies, that's Tom Papatopoulos is going to be my alias when I check in the hotels. That's it. Claimed it, claimed it. Fuck you all. Rob, you can have HR Blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> and Mac, Noble Henry. There you go. HR Blueberry. 
I am a noble man. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, Nico. Tom Papatopoulos. I like that oh a lot. So I, I kind of wanted to piggyback off of what everybody was saying, especially was it Jiggy's House of Horror? Is that is that who the Twitter one was, Andy? <clears throat> I'm sorry. Was it J- Jiggy's House of Horror? Was that who yes. uh, said? Yes. It okay. Was. So I'm gonna kind of piggyback off that because I remember seeing this um, VHS cover as a kid for many years and then you know finally seeing it on joe bob and completely being thrown off with the fact that it's about fucking killer robots and not like a slasher hacking up you know kids in the mall or whatever the fuck so i mean i guess um it what it came out as Killbots and it tanked and then they re-released it as as chopping mall and it did like modest yeah is that, yeah. Is that pretty much what happened and they were gonna do a sequel like dear god thank god they didn't <laughs> well no, there was also an after credit scene too where like the fourth uh Protector robot says like have a nice day, but it went literally nowhere. And I guess um I was reading too. I guess there's, there's plans to do a remake of this at at some point. Why well, no now, no no? And now I I told Candy, I said if there was ever an, a movie from the 80s that I thought would actually be good to remake, it would be this one. With all the technological advances, you know, and things like that, you could do the robots way fucking cooler. You know what I'm saying? I, Obviously, I agree. Some better effects and some better actors. They, 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 they kind of... movie. That's the fucking movie I want. Hold on. They kind of already did. You ever, y'all ever seen Death Machine? No. It, uh, or, I mean, you know, or, or it ended up being, if they did it well, it'd be closer to Richard Stanley's hardware or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Hardware. Hardware. Yeah. Hardware. Yeah. Oh, was a good one too. I don't know. I, I mean, I I, I kind of have to agree with Sean though. I think if if um if you know as, as, yeah. as you know filmmakers if they're gonna go back and purge like the '80s like horror catalog and look like what what could be ripe for a a remake, I I could see Chopping Mall being one of them. I could also see the Fun House because I I, I honestly like I Fun House. I, I, I like fucking it. hate that. I'm sorry guys, I hate that fucking movie. <laughs> I'm it's so bad. This is like ten-year-old candy speaking. I haven't seen it. Since but I, I think if I That's think if it was done correctly thing. and like I think if it was done correctly and well written, I think that could be like an instant like no, like you know, almost 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 a, a level of like movie. um, what's that? <laughs> then it would be a different movie. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, my being roast remake should be, but like you know, this would be on the level of like Dawn of the Dead or you know. Um, the Hills Have Eyes or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, like it'd be like on that level, I think, if somebody could do it properly. Both yeah, of these could actually really benefit. I think Chopping Mall could benefit. No, you know what? You know what would really benefit from a remake? Shocker. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah day, I mean it's basically like Nightmare Light. Yeah, but in this day and age and shit with smartphones and all that shit, and you know what I'm saying, basically turn what was the final 20 minutes into the whole fucking movie is what he really should have done. Well, I mean, but it, but it's really fucking entertaining as shit. No, no, it is. Mitch, it is. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch Poligi is like fucking fantastic. I mean, as you're, you're, you're talking about Shocker. Um, all right, so we're going to stop. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, so we'll that's, stop. The, that's the shut up, shut up. So save save all the yeah. 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 Come on, yeah, bro. Save, I save it off of that. It. All right, all right. Fair enough. Fair shut enough. Up, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> like, y'all have to realize y'all see way more movies than me. Mac, so usually getting... the list is fresh to me. Mac, you're getting there. We're we're educating you. Uh, listen, you can't catch up when you're that far behind. It's like trying to get into a season of shows when there's like thousands of episodes. I'm, I'm going forward now, though. I watched eight years of Game of Thrones in, in a month and a half. You're a savage. <laughs> I mean, I've been some shit, but you're a savage. I never I never watched Game of Thrones. 
Uh, I didn't either, but then when I did, I was like, everything must be Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's like boobs and blood, dude. You you can't go wrong. I'll take your word for it. And dragons and shit. It's badass. Um, You tell me there ain't no dicks in that shit. Okay, um, Erica. (laughs) Oh, man. You see see how she just, like, completely, like, segmented on that, Mac? Yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, don't play. Like, I know there's dicks in Games of Thrones flopping (laughs) around and shit. I don't like to look at dicks. I think they're just. Stupid. I don't either. That's why I don't watch Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> a while back, I was gonna point out, like, I really love Barbara Crampton, so I, like, I'm also there with you that I wish she'd had a, a bigger or more significant part in this. But, um, you know, and the topic of remakes, like, first I was like, oh, don't remake this, but then I thought, you know, mediocre films are sometimes the best films to remake. Um, like I'm as much as I love Vincent Price, I don't think the original House on Haunted Hill was that great of a film, but I like the 1990s remake. It's I, maybe, I it's got Jeffrey Combs being a scary ass surgeon. There's great special effects. It's like that, so I mean, maybe Diggs in it, who I love. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, good cast in that. So it's like maybe they should only remake crappy to mediocre films because then it can only get better. So. Well, maybe it would be on board for a Chopping Mall remake. That for me, I mean, I, I, the problem with remakes is that they, they always, whenever they want to remake something from the 80s, they always choose, like, the really good fucking 80s films. Yeah, they, and they, they, really, they can Because really, it's a built-in brand. That That's why. Yeah. They you know? really I mean, I actually have an idea for, for a Funhouse remake. That, that's why actually why I kind of bought it up. I, I think okay. I have like like a like a like a fresh take on it. But I, I honestly, it's it's too fresh of a take that it wouldn't even be like the Funhouse. You know what I'm saying? It would be almost be like right. an inspired by the Funhouse style type of movie. Well, that can be your follow up film. Maybe I I have I have like so many things I'm working on right now for a follow up right now. Like yeah. I have to pick <laughs> one. Hold on, uh, Nico. You know if your movie if your movie hits big and shit, you're gonna be asked to do all the fucking remakes. That's what they do. One, you make one good horror movie, and then they fucking ask you like, "Hey, you want to remake this? You want to remake that?" It's like, <laughs> well, first no. off, I'm already, I'm, I've already said if we could just talk about this real quick. I, I'm not doing a sequel to this um, at all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the uh, John Carpenter route and politely bow out should this thing become a success and become a big thing. Um, I'm not doing any remakes of, unless it's something that I feel passionate about, like maybe The Fun House or me, Chopping Mall, depending. But which one? <laughs> Cast me, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Daniel X. Daniel and X. I actually am an actress. I just, I'm out of practice, but I, I was an actress for a long time. Try to tell him, man. I'm, I'm, not, boys. I'm not as pretty as I used to be, but, boys. you know, I can try. <laughs> uh, Dave. Yeah, I'm not as pretty as I used to be either. So that's okay. None of us are. Oh, Dave, stop. Lies, Dave. Uh, Dave, I think you're fantastic. Thank Dude. you. Thank Dude. you all. Dave, Dave is one of the hottest older white men I've ever seen. <laughs> Facts. I, I'm on Dave's OnlyFans this month. The definition of a hunky boy. Hunky yeah, boy. Yeah. No, hunky. No, he's a hunky man. Ah, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, come on. Give him the hunky boy. It's okay. Uh, he's a hunky man. Look at that. Look at that hunky man face. Yeah, yeah he's blushing. Yeah, 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 there we go. <laughs> Starting to beat red. Look at him. <laughs> oh, oh, come, back. come back. Oh, Dave. Oh, Stop Dave. it. We want to see that face. The one thing I wanted to mention was that uh, Wynarski, uh, um 
also directed one of my favorite Mystery Science Theater episodes, Deathstalker and the Warriors from Hell, or Deathstalker yeah. 2 is the original title. So I got to give him that. That's one of my favorite Mystery Science Theater episodes. Yeah. Yeah. We eat. If you're if you're a true mystery science theater fan like I am, you can tie anything back to mystery science theater. It's, I always it's an amazing you, Dave, and you're the only one that ever gets it besides Sean. Yeah, Deathstalker and the Warriors of Hell is one of my favorite. So the guy, what is it? Michael McDonald is fighting the guy from Loverboy. I mean, who get you know what? Who, who gets those lines? So, uh, one thing I wanted, did anybody else get? There's a great scene with the robots. Um, I don't know about halfway through, maybe a little bit early on, where the two robots turn and look at each other. Before they like take an action, yeah. did anybody else get a Capricorn One vibe out of that with the helicopters? Remember how the helicopters from Capricorn One returned to each other? I, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. To, they were trying to um, give them um, you know, the, living the, qualities. Dave, there's very few people in this chat that will get that reference. Uh, I am one of them. Capricorn I'm not. One. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I, I meant to say if you ever do Capricorn One on your show, I need to be on. That is one of the greatest. Of the '70s sort of conspiracy. So thriller, I guess you know, we're doing Cap Capricorn One. Capricorn yeah. One. Cool. Where are we watching that at? And the way you're doing the House of Flying Daggers first, because I've been requesting that. What? Okay. Where do I find <laughs> that? <laughs> I'll mail Where? it to you. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Mac, Mac, we got a long list, uh, uh, as you as you can see. Well, I'm glad y'all sent it to him and not me, because <laughs> I didn't know none of this. <laughs> I said, Mac, I'm telling you now, the last dragon, get it done. Let's let's do this shit. Absolutely. Listen, I'm down. I love the talk. I will. I, I will even go so far. I will try to reach out to Ty Mac and see if he'll do your show too for this. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, also, the, the the beginning, they the, the opener, uh, they talk about the robots and the one the one. Also, uh, the opener has the great Mary Warnornoff and Paul Bartel. Any movie that opens with them, you know, is not taking itself all that seriously if the two you know stars of eating raul are in this uh, eating raul yeah, and fucking what death race 2000 and every other corman joint yeah one uh, of our um our comments was about that like oh yeah they were in and that's what made it great you know those little cameos well that's like a little flavor at the beginning you see them in the, at the early in a movie you know what you're in for and i love the fact that the the robots are introduced and the one <clears throat> reporter at the press conference even asked you know so so they're whatever. It's something about the, the program to kill people, and the guy says, "No, no, they're they're just going to subdue." And all, and then the robots are like squirting out fucking plastic explosives and detonators and and head busting lasers and shit. It's like, wait a minute, you know? I mean, I understand the lightning strike was supposed to explain why they went all batshit crazy, but they obviously had the ability to squirt out plastic explosives. <laughs> like, what, what mall security is going to need that kind of shit? Like. Right. Like a Chuck Norris, you know, fucking uh, Invasion USA kind of thing. Mac, Mac. Well, he goes, Dave. cops either think they're the Terminator or they just don't give a flying you-know-what. <laughs> Mac, uh, here goes Dave asking for his backstory again. Yo, I like <laughs> me some backstories, too. You're not alone, I need, brother. I need to know. Because <laughs> we, so, like we sound like, you know, person, we need to know like shit. Logistics. I get you. You know, um, I, I don't want to answer. Are you? No, I'm done. That's it. That was my rant. Thank you. If Thank I can you. jump in. Thanks for coming um, to my TED Talk. Can we talk about, okay, so they're all, like, arming themselves, and we've got our heroine here, uh, Kelly Maroney's character, Allison, who takes the flare and puts it in her bra, and that's in there for an, an amazing <laughs> amount of time. Now, I'm telling you, one, I couldn't get the flare in, and if I did... I would know every single second 
that it was there because it would be so uncomfortable. And the flare ends up being a huge thing. But it's like it, you kind of forget about it. And it's like, you know, like, how do you forget that it's there? Like, she's like, oh, yeah, the flare in my bra that's poking <laughs> me in the goddamn ribs. Oh, yeah. And then also, I, 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 I've, I'm sorry, Candy. I've known too many women who use their bras like it's their pocket. Okay, oh yeah. You know, yeah. I can do that. I, I use food in in my bra, like in between my boobs, all the time. Fish <laughs> out. Like, I, I go out when I'm done eating because it just happens when I because I wear low cut tops and then I like pull my bra and it just food falls out or M and M's or whatever. So I'm just saying, like it's not on purpose. I can, I don't like to stuff money in there because it gets sweaty and it's gross and I don't want people getting sweaty money. I don't want their sweaty money, especially not boob sweat. Boob sweat sucks. And I like I like I like I like boobs wet, especially when it's dripping yeah. on me. <laughs> oh, well, shit. there are certain situations where I can Here see boobs sweat when it's dripping. I'm, I'm just saying, like, if sorry, sorry, Dan, sorry, sorry. Your bra, a flare is huge. If it was in your bra, like, okay, it's like you guys putting it in your underwear. It's sitting there poking you in a sensitive area the whole time. You know, why Why the fuck would you do that? Why didn't you just carry it? I don't. And then also, uh, Kelly Maroney said herself um, on the Joe Bob episode, um, she's like, well, nobody told me that I had camel toe the whole movie. And I said, okay, here's the thing. Of course about, I didn't. Okay, here, here's the thing about camel toe. You don't need someone to tell you. I mean, Erica, back me up. You know when you have camel toe, right? You can feel it. You can feel it. So yeah. she's like, so the whole movie, I'm running around in cam- with camel toe, and I didn't know. I'm like, how did you not know? Is your <laughs> vagina, like, I, I, is, it, is it the nerve ending dead? I, I don't know what's happening. Oh, damn. I mean, I'm not trying to be gross. I'm just saying, like, logistically, like, I don't no, know. No, no, I, I find this I find this all fascinating. No, you're 100% right. Yeah, yeah, no, like, no. So I, if I really... somebody, like, if I went all day with camel toe, I wouldn't need someone to tell me I had camel toe all day. I wouldn't be like, oh, I didn't notice. I would feel it and be like, right. oh, God, I need to get that shit out of there. Because I see, I see a lot of girls, like, they do this thing where they pull their, like, their, 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 their like, dong or their G-sting right up into their lips. Yeah, and I'm curious. And I'm I'm curious. Like, does doesn't that hurt? And I've I've had some girls tell me no, it doesn't. But uh, I I mean, I I talked to a lot of freaky girls. Sensitivities um can be different, I guess. But I mean, this you're hitting the area where the bundle of nerves, the most bundle of nerves in your body is. How do you not know something is right up in it? Right, that's what I'm saying. That's why I would think it would hurt and shit. But some girls be like, yeah, it does. <laughs> or as my uh, boy calls it, my, my boy Gooch calls it ninja boot whenever he sees it. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, nice. there's a lot of little names for it. I'm saying, like, I, it surprised me that she said that, like, I think it maybe hurt, uh, like, wait, why are you fucking laughing at me? Because he said ninja boot, and I was, we always called it, <laughs> we always called it moose knuckle. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we remember it. I'm just saying, like, I think it was her way of, of trying to explain away that, you know, or, or like cover up the fact that, oh shit, I had that. Maybe I better make up a story. There's no way she didn't know it was up in her cooch. There's no way. No offense, Kelly Maroney. I like you. I just don't know how you don't know something's in a place that it shouldn't be well, yeah, for a like long they- time out and I've got like clothing that rides up my butt crack I'm definitely aware of it and I cannot wait to dislodge it when no one's looking it's like right. it's the same 
thing. Like you, like how do you not know? Huh? And, and as she was explaining, she was talking about how she was running around and stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> you could definitely notice it by feeling. Like, wow, <laughs> can we like uh, break for lunch so I can pull this out of my area? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, I remember that 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 whole discussion on Joe Bob, where she was saying that I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, like you got this piece of cloth up your your twiddle, like you don't know this, yeah, right now? Twiddle. Okay, I'm like, glad it wasn't just me. Okay, because I, I know you, I know, um, you know, we've watched that. I, the, I have, the, I have a lot. I, I, I went, I went, I, I went to high school with like a bunch of chicks that were like not fucking like they were very uncouth and like and i and i love them so listen i'm sorry but like they were like straight fucking like g about shit and they'd be like i got a fucking front wedgie and it hurts so there's no way in hell you're gonna tell me this grown-ass woman is run- running for hours on end and she's not feeling this like come on thank you thank you that and i just want unless unless wait i don't remember was she wearing mom pants or something like those 80s like mom pants and it kind of looked like those are okay i used to wear like super tight jeans in high school because like i don't know i just did but like i was always afraid that i was gonna get camel toe so like i just took preventative measures you're gonna be saying Hold on, before you say it, I have a rebuttal for Candy. Like, I watched a video of a chick whipping out a crazy liquor bottle from her tits. Like, it was nothing. Yeah. Like, like nothing. Like, bam, liquor bottle. And I'm not saying that she couldn't carry I could carry, like, mini road flares. But, like, I feel, like, I feel you. It would feel uncomfortable, but if she carrying a liquor bottle, like... Yo, How much did, like, yo, she really feel she that? Couldn't, but one, she didn't have enough boobs to was hold she, it, so it was actually the bra holding it. Juggling, juggling it around, okay. And it's poking yeah, yeah. ribs. And it's no, no. like we forget about that for half the movie because um, she's forgotten about it. Like, no, this bra right now, I can feel it poking in my ribs, okay? I'm just saying. Like, oh, I'm pretty sure my wife wait, wait, wait. Wait. I, I, I did stick a in. huge road Yo, like Mac. my bra. Wait. Mac, let me tell you. Hold on, Mac. Let me tell you. Stacy used to do that shit all the fucking time. Like, she put everything in her everything, fucking bra. Everything, nigga. Like, like she, she'd take her do. fucking bra off and shit. She'd be pulling out her fucking lighter and shit, her cigarettes, her wallet. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I, gotta, I gotta interject here for a second because, you know, I'm right. I'm the one that I did the bearded lady costume for Halloween a couple years ago, as you've all seen. I, oh, I yeah, know. Yeah. I know. Candy, I am with you. Erica, I am with you. I fully understand your pain, and I totally get at the end of the day what that felt like. Yeah, when you I'm pick up you. your raw, you're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally, I, I felt that. I felt that. So I'm yeah, with you only because I went, I was in, you know, yeah, I know because it, it fucking sucked, and I had to wear it for eight hours. Y'all got to wear it fucking longer. And it, 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 it the contraption it is. But um, yeah. okay, I just wanted to point out those couple of things that I was like, I can't get out of my head. Because I'm thinking as a woman, I, I like to get myself into the character mode. And I'm like, I would not have forgotten about the road flare. And I definitely would have known if I had camel toe. Okay, Sean, take it away. Well, I, I don't mean to segue away from this. Please do. Um, and, and take us back on topic. but ah, It was on topic. Uh, yeah, it really was. I'm trying, I'm trying to save Daniel here because he looks like his head's about ready to explode. Daniel, you know what's here. I just wanted to point out, as Nico had mentioned, with the uh, the head explosion and that being like the only decent you know effect in this film. The guy responsible for that, Roger George, has an amazing uh, amount of films that he's worked on. Uh, one that we talked about recently, Night of the Demons. Um, 
<laughs> he also did uh, Rob's favorite munchies. <laughs> munchies. He did uh, Night of the Munchies rolls. <laughs> yeah, Night of the Creeps. Nice. Uh, Ghoulies, Terminator, and then going all the way back to Dave's youth. He did The Amazing Transparent Man and The Human Duplicators. I love Human Duplicators. Oh my God, Human Duplicators is kill. like one of my favorite MSC3K episodes. Nobody ever talks Richard about it, kill. but I fucking love a it. Sprinkle and we got, a day makes Richard Kill go away. <laughs> and we've also got uh, fucking Hugh Beaumont in there. Like That's like a treasure. That's a treasure to me. And, oh my and, dogs are huge. And real quick before I move on, I know I've done this a couple of times. I've read some really, really like <laughs> shitty reviews <laughs> off IMDb, and I got a couple that that I want to read for you guys. Um, I haven't heard these yet, so this one's from Alfred PR. Uh, Terminator, it's not. <laughs> the movie is so bad I can't even describe it. Chopping Mall is a nauseating hodgepodge of Dawn of the Dead, Ghostbusters, Bachelor Party, Short Circuit, Deadly Friend, Terminator, and Revenge of the Nerds. But those movies are infinitely better. The stars were just butt ugly. Uh, uh, what? Barbara oh. Not the Barbara Griffin. No, never. <laughs> no. All right. So I'll move on to the next one. Thank you. You, 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 you would disagree with the rest of that. Uh, this one is from O'Malley27. Look out. It's R2-D2's retarded cousin. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to be canceled for saying the R word. Yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> so he says, these things look like something rejected by Lost in Space for being too dorky. <laughs> these, are just, these are just boxes mounted on traction. A paraplegic has more agility than these things. I've been, I've, I've been more fearful of Stephen Hawking stalking me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This is a car. Yeah. Right. Who's, yeah, who's saying this? Take a fucking Klonopin, dude. There's some people that really <laughs> hate this one. <clears throat> well, you know, all we got was love on our Twitter and, and excitement for this episode. And I, they're going to hear a lot about things that are like, why, why, why? <laughs> but I'm really upset about somebody saying that Barbara Cranton is but ugly because I wish... I fucking look she's like gorgeous. Her. She's gorgeous. I want to, to look day. like her but, when I grow up because she's got ears on me and she's fucking stunning. Yeah. She's Wait, but I want to. I want to piggyback off. Of you, but you know, people, you know, people hate this movie so much. But that also makes a cult movie into a cult mm-hmm. movie is all the hate that a yeah, movie gets. Me. That you know, like John it's, it's, it's right. It's like that that infamy. Like I have to see this because like like look at the room for Christ's sake. Oh, it's one of the worst movies, and that, and it has one of the biggest cult followings. It's, oh, fuck I mean, me. I it's, I, that movie it's, it's that somehow, just so you know, if, if the pandemic didn't hit, like, it was running neck and neck with Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. With yeah. Midnight Trainings. So, and like, it's, it's, it's... Because Rocky Horror is fun, and that movie makes me want to kill me. <laughs> right, but that movie's so bad that it's, like, you know, it's fantastic. It's That's, that's how bad it is. You know, it's, it's just, I, I think I think when movies are made like this, that, that, that they're so bad they're good and they're like uh cinematic like crap masterpieces that just work they're like craptastic if you want to use yeah, that phrase yeah, craptastic. it works yeah. best, Man, best. best from you. uh you know i kind of forgot i had my hand up but um <laughs> i do like how they did try to go uh balls deep with everything like when the <laughs> girls came with the kerosene they had like six giant jugs 
like they had I don't know what gun store in the mall has assault rifles, but hey, like they have propane little tanks they were trying to explode. Like they tried, they gave a lot, at least trying. So that's what I was gonna bring up when you started talking about the roll flare. No, I mean it was an important part of the story and I, it definitely needed to be there. I'm just saying logistically it took me out of it because being a woman, sometimes you think about that shit, like, whereas guys would never think twice about it. And, yeah, there are plenty of women who put shit in their bra, but a road flare is massive, and it you is. not forget about it. So uh, like, oh, yeah, it's a road flare. I, I think she had bra. nowhere else to put it, though, because, like, but really, saying, like, where was she put it? Like, she forgot it was there. There's yeah. no right on that, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just oh, the Power of the pen, top. man. They say you got to forget about that. <laughs> Well, this movie wasn't good enough to make me forget. And, and if you're good enough to make me forget, fucking kudos to you, man. I don't know. You did your job. Yeah. Uh, Dave. I love the scene, though, talking about the gas cans, where uh, their plan with the gas cans goes awry, and the one girl whose name escapes me gets set on fire. I just love how long her friends stare at her burning body. Like, you would think it would either be, like, fight yeah. or flight. But they like they like just stare like wow she's really going like, up man look at that she's well, on fire huh? I didn't know rayon could burn like that you know it's just, <laughs> I just found that amusing how long they stood there and stared at her burning body I would have been the fuck out of there like, isn't it beautiful make a wish honey <laughs> the smell the smell who's frying bologna. <laughs> I smell like yeah I was just gonna say that it probably smelled like some crazy barbecue. <laughs> but then, like, if you're really hungry, it smells kind of good, right? You're like, hey, you know. Might <laughs> okay. consider cannibalism. Uh, Maybe Eric, a piece of thigh. <laughs> no, no, man. Sorry, you, brought, you want you the breast? Real... I'm sorry. What? I can hear what Eric has to say. Not yet. So, oh yeah, sorry. So, um, I, I know I've told you guys before. I don't know if all of our listeners know, but I, in graduate school, I did an internship in the um, Las Vegas coroner's office. And there were certain smells there. I mean, some were like utterly repulsive smells, but other smells made me think of food and made me hungry, like during autopsies. One, like this is disgusting. I'm sorry, but there was um, Bring it. a homeless man who I don't know if someone set him on fire on purpose or if he like fell asleep on his dirty mattress with a cigarette and booze. But the mattress lit up and he burned to death when he was completely passed out. That um, cooked flesh smelled so much like grilled chicken <sighs> that I was just like mouth wateringly hungry the whole morning. <laughs> Yo, like, I'm telling I you, man. I could totally see that. I could totally see that. <laughs> it's so, yeah, meat seasoned, like, right? <laughs> I know. But it's one of those things where you're like, it's like I have that, that physiological reaction, like, dang, I'm hungry. That that smells like, you know, fresh grilled chicken. And then I'm like, you know, rationally, I'm like, you are fucked up. This is totally You're bad. like, danger, you know what it. sauce you're going to dip that shit in? Right. Maybe some ranch. Well, it's like, it's like <laughs> decomposition has like that sweet, that sweet smell. That sweet smell. Almost and, and, like licorice, like. I don't know, it's like overly sweet sometimes, and then it's also disgusting, like rotting meat and crap and. Okay. Gotta get it when it's fresh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I did notice that like eat them fresh. Wow. Things got dark people, around here. 
Like, Yo, in the days, super, man, don't play. Super sick people and drug addicts smelled the worst. Like, yeah, they just were nasty. They're not fresh. Yeah, no, no, no. Fresh enough. <laughs> but we've like all agreed I, that when we go cannibal, we want some fresh shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. A husky person too. Like I know I probably taste mad good with all this fat. I think I probably be <laughs> seasoned right with the dripping of the juice. You like I think I'd eat Literally her marbled. <laughs> Give me a slice of that butt cheek. Yo, my wife would be. Mac, are you? Too. Mac, are you making yourself hungry thinking about eating yourself? <laughs> hey. I'm hey, wait, 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 wait. I would not be a good like bite. I'm lean. Hush. I, wait, hold on. I want that juicy mac meat. <laughs> nah, I'm like, yo, listen. I don't think. Oh, so wait, 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 happen, Mac. But wait, I thought about like, yo, you, it would be a Big Mac, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, there we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you think he got his name? Oh. Because <laughs> he, he a Big Mac? This discussion would actually be really appropriate if we cover the untold story at some point. Am I yeah. right? No, I've been talking about that, so I want to watch it. So I, I'm going to get that watched for sure. No, no, yeah. I don't want to watch it at all. You do want to watch it. You do want to watch it. I want to watch it. But I should eat first so I'm not hungry? Or is that what you're saying? You should totally oh, wait. eat first. Yeah. Then you're hungry. Yeah. Eat some burgers with it. It'll be fine. Ooh. Or some Chinese food. Yeah, medium eat some pork rolls. That'll, that'll oh. work. That'll work. <laughs> Damn, I'm thinking about pork Sorry rolls about right that. now from the Chinese spot. I took this yeah, I'm hungry now. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've been making some vittles to bring to the Mahoning driving. Yeah, okay. I, I well, that good. Good. What is a mavittle? Vittles. <laughs> <Snack>. <laughs> food. Yeah, but what? what? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I did. I I've never heard of that. It's it's an old school expression. Yeah. I'm not cultured. Okay. Oh, excuse. See, I'm not cultured. My yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. In, in Indiana, it's like it's like country. Cultured yeah, yeah, we 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 know shit, Mac. So we're we're out of the We're not coaching. Sorry, yeah, I, I yeah. will shut up. No, now. Sorry, guys. Yes, yeah. sorry, guys. We know nothing. See, that that is why I raise my pinky when I drink my wine. I'm I noticed that, but I wasn't gonna say nothing. <laughs> I, <laughs> no. I, I do the pinky as well. He's fancy. Uh, now that's are fancy. You, are you fancy, huh? Are you fancy, huh? <laughs> oh, I was Fair. just thinking that. <laughs> 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 I was about to say before you said it, I'm like, I, be, I bet either Mac or Rob are about to say it right now anyway, so. Well, I feel uh, that, we good. When in doubt, pinky out. I mean, I'm with you. <laughs> the higher you hold it, the fancier you are. That's a Spongebob reference. As, as opposed to when you're low, camel toe. So, I have to ask, um, before we head into reviews, is there anything else that anybody would like to bring up? No. Uh, Just how awesome Dick Miller is in this movie. Dick Miller, always a pleasure to watch in anything. You know, from Terminator, hey, you can't do that. Wrong. Love it. Love him. Flamethrower? But the thing, uh, the one thing, I love that over the closing credits, they show um, screen grabs of all the actors and actresses, and... um, uh, Susie Slater is her head exploding. I just love that. That's like her. Credit. Yeah. That's, love that. I mean, if I were her, that'd be the greatest, um, like my greatest moment in moviedom ever. Just that that's I'm her sure shot. It is. Yeah, I'm that sure was, it I, is. I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was hilarious. That'd be my headshot. Yeah, literally. It, that huh. would, that'd huh. be my Twitter profile. Oh, she landed a joke. Okay. Uh, Eric- <laughs> 
But oh, yeah. Um, so I don't have anything to add about the movie before reviews, but Dave, when you said that you saw all kinds of like dark, like humanity stuff going on at the mall, we have to swap stories. Like I did a seasonal job at Victoria's Secret around Christmas time. Bless your heart. And yeah, I mean, I got some really cool employee discounts because I wanted to buy like some perfumes and body care stuff and get some new bras and you know, like 40% off. Like if you work there, it's like a 40% discount, but that's pretty generous. They don't carry my size at Victoria's Secret. So I hate them. They're worse. Yeah, that's true. Like I, yeah, I don't like their, you know, their size range is very limited, but there was some fucked up human behavior at that store. Yeah. The one place. One of my best friends, like also worked at Victoria's Secret for a few years. And um, there was someone who came in, tried on a pair of yoga pants not only shoplifted by wearing the new pair of yoga pants out of the store, which wouldn't be too surprising, but she put her old pair back on the shelves. Uh, it was full of poop. She had oh pooped my her God! Pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, my God. Um, I'm sorry. It came right out of me. And there was an it, Yeah. <laughs> it came right out of her, too, apparently. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And that wasn't the only time that kind of thing happened. It was like. There was a woman who I took a squat behind the Dream Angel panty table and took a dump right there. Jesus. And it's like the mall has actual toilets, just like what's the hell? Yeah, what so inconsiderate. Like niggas gotta clean that. Yeah, word. Yeah. Um, I just need the next time I poop my pants, I know what I'm gonna do. He's gonna go to Victoria's Secret no, and no. get some yoga pants. Yeah, yeah, no. I've seen worse. We had this guy, we had this one guy who would come in, because I sold shoes in the men's and women's and children's department. We had this one guy who would come into the women's department in drag. And this fucker was like 6'2". He was a big guy. And I swear, I'm not making this up. And he would come in dressed in like these beautiful dresses and hats, like something out of fucking Song of the South or something, like this beautiful, (laughs) like antebellum stuff. And he like, and I loved waiting on him because he was so interesting. And he would always try on shoes. And, you know, he had like a size 10 men's foot, which is what, like a 13 in women's. And we never had anything to fit the guy. And, uh, and it was, yeah. he just, I think he just enjoyed the ritual. He was one of the most interesting people. I would have loved to have like interviewed him. Just backstory. So, anyway, Dave and his damn backstory. He was always polite and, 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 and wonderful. I just, and like, it was, and no one wanted to wait. I'm like, fuck, I'll wait on this guy. It's the most interesting part of my week. I, I just the more I so, you saw so many I am the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> no, Dave, you're the man, bro. I love it. Yeah, the mall yeah. is like the is like the collection of the most of the worst and sort of the most interesting slices of humanity you'll ever see. And a year and a half at the mall is what made me join the Air Force. I only work in strip malls. Uh like I, mean, I, I, I felt I need to have my head shaved, you know, just because I'm gonna have something. Yeah. <laughs> and, and wait, real, real quick before I forget, because I talk about malls real quick, because I, I was also one of those that that did time in the mall. Um, Sean, you brought it up earlier about how like you used to like when we were kids, we used to wish like, oh, what would be like if we got stuck in the mall overnight or be able to be in the mall overnight. I'm gonna tell you, I've done that having to work there. It sucks. Yeah. Is is what is what it does. It fucking sucks. Balls having to be in the mall overnight. And you know that that's one thing. I mean, I know it's a it's a it's a fucking movie, but realistically, I mean, there's so much fucking security walking around at night. Like, there's there's no way in hell, like any of that would have happened. Number one, like n- number two. I mean, I mean, 
Dave and I guess Dan, you both have worked in the mall too. You know, you have to get clearance some fucking mall management to be there overnight like that as it is. Yeah. Otherwise, well, like they they actually they actually charge you like um, fines outside of your lease for that. Yeah, I didn't work in the mall. I worked in a store in the mall, but till like two in the morning. And my main memory is that the store is right next to an arcade. And for some reason, there was something in that arcade. Every now and then, you'd hear a dog barking. It would make you jump out of your skin. <laughs> oh, my God. It's yeah, see, and, like, the, mo- the mall's fucking creepy. And I just like working in a movie theater. Yeah, like, the movie exactly. theater is, at night is fucking creepy as shit. Mm-hmm. See, I think, like, um, I'm sorry to interject, but um, you guys are talking about, like, when you're a kid, if you're trapped in the mall overnight... That's fun. When you're an adult and have to work in a mall overnight, yeah, that definitely sucks. That's exactly but I right. I had the opportunity to work with um, the Boy Scouts at their sleepaway camp for a few summers. So I always thought going to that camp would probably suck as a kid going to the camp. But being an employee, you were up all night getting drunk, smoking weed, crazy bonfires. Like, Unless. Such the funnest times. <laughs> unless unless it was Camp Arawak, then it's a whole different story. Yeah, now nah, yeah. it's like Camp Kernigan, some crazy Boy Scout camp in like the upstate New York. It was dope though. Like I was like, yo, I'm having so much fun, and I'm an employee in the woods for seven and a half weeks. Well, there was a, a, a 70s, I think it was made for TV movie called Trapped with um, uh, uh, James Brolin about he gets trapped. I think he gets mugged. He wasn't everything. Well, he was great. Capricorn won again. He was fucking great. Or he was snapping the non-existence. I'm sorry? Before he was snapping the universe into non-existence. Right. Yeah, his early work. Wrong Roland. Yeah. He gets mugged. his son. I think he gets mugged in like a mall restroom and and unconscious and wakes up and they um, had uh, like trained Dobermans patrolling the mall. That was the, the premise of the movie and he has to like avoid these Dobermans on. I remember that was a thing when I was a kid that like some of these malls were like actually deploying these trained dogs. That's how fucking brutal like back then it was, you know, they would like, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go over today. I don't think so well. And, and as far yeah. as PR, yeah. like, you know, after we shut down, we released trained fucking, you know, killer Dobermans. It's cheaper help. Like security, you got to pay. Yeah. Dobermans, you just got to feed. You got to train them. <laughs> Right, but once you get that done, that's like one of those one-time payments. Once it's done, it's done. Yeah, but this movie makes you think of the, of that movie. Although I think the uh, director, uh, the writer, says that that was not an inspiration, but it certainly feels like it was. That the yeah, they're being yeah. chased around by yeah Dobermans who could you know shoot you with laser beams. That actually, there's a movie, Nico. There's a there's a fucking script right there. Dobermans with freaking laser beams, baby. Attached to their heads. And then, and then it's, and then it's gonna be the sequel. Sharks with freaking laser beams attached yeah, to their heads. I, 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 there it is. I want, I, I want a writing credit on that motherfucker. All right, I got, I got you. Thank you. All right, now it is time for reviews. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and do the thing. Um, I am giving this six out of ten flares in the bra. Um, the there's a whole like two points for Barbara Crampton there. Um, and, and Dick Miller, uh, the rest of it was like, you tried. Um, I have a personal beef with Roger Corman that I not going to go too deep into, but he says some shit about mystery science theater that I don't forgive. Like, yeah, I'm going to license my shit to you, but 
I'm going to talk shit about like how you're not talented and you're only piggybacking off my talent. He is one of those, like when we talked about Lovecraft, um, where I don't like necessarily his work, but I like the work that he inspired in others. So I'm glad there is a Roger Corman and that he did things. And, but I like what other people did that were inspired by those things. Um, but yeah, he runs his fucking mouth and I don't agree with that. So yeah, six out of ten, mostly for Barbara Crampton and a cool head exploding scene for all the budget went, and that really awesome art that also is a lie. Uh, I'm I'm gonna give this uh, a seven out of ten propane tanks. Um, I, <laughs> the film's kind of fun. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I don't think it's that great, but we we have definitely discussed a hell of a lot worse. Yeah, um, <laughs> we know there's worse things. Video dead. This is not. <laughs> it's not blood feast. Um, oh God. <laughs> Our unreleased yeah. secret episode. Yeah. There's, there's actually more than one of those. But no, yeah. no, for for real, Mac, you, Mac, you weren't there for that. We recorded an episode that we never released because the conversation was fucking worthless because the really? movie was so terrible. Yeah, the movie was so terrible that there was nothing to talk about. Like we were done after 20 minutes, and the well, episode see, never came out. That didn't have me there. I would have found some. <laughs> no, 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 no bro. There's what movie is this we speak of? There's nothing to find. If you want Blood... to torture yourself and watch it, go ahead. Blood Feast. I, I wrote a review of it. Yeah, I wrote a review of the movie that's only one sentence long, bro. That's how much it sucks. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even a long sentence. Right. The, the the review is one star, and is I don't give a, I don't care if it's the the first gore movie ever made. This shit sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's my review. And I think more about it, but. It made me angry at Glenn Danzig, you know. Yeah, that song is awesome. I was gonna because I was taller than him. I can take. How dare you lead me into this? Yeah. (laughs) So for those of you who are never gonna hear our unreleased episode unless we do a Patreon or something, you'll get to hear the 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 ones that we don't release. And and if you've heard the ones that we do release, you're thinking, what the fuck don't they release? Well, (laughs) one day you'll find out. One day we'll figure it out. And you'll be sorry. (laughs) <laughs> we were certainly sorry. Yeah. We were sorry. Misery loves company, they say. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so to continue my review, um, and I'll be <laughs> quick. I'll be quick. I'm sorry. It's okay. Seven out of ten propane tanks. Um, love Barbara Crampton. Uh, awesome exploding heads. Uh, the robots looked like shit. <laughs> um, and that's all I got for you. What you got, Rob? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, candy and go six out of 10 chew chewing gums. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, I have to give a shout out to, uh, who I think gave the best performance to the movie, Mr. John Toleski. Uh, that, that, that chewing gum should have won eight Oscars alone. Uh, it was fantastic. I was completely enamored by him and, uh, I was so bummed that he got killed off with why I, uh, my rating is so low. He should have remained throughout the rest of the movie, just killing, killing robots and chewing gum. It was the greatest thing ever. But uh, they killed him off, and I'm pissed. Uh, but yeah, uh, this movie's memorably unmemorable. Um, yes. yes. I, I completely, I, I completely forgot about this movie and shit. Five minutes after I saw it, I had to watch it again just to remember for the purposes of this fucking discussion. <laughs> um, Sorry for having it. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, uh, Barbara Canton should have been. Uh, the lead um uh barbara crampton is great uh shout out to the late great dick miller the 
for for being a, a bright shining light in the the two minutes you were in the fucking movie. I, I that's what it, I wanted to point out. Like when he gets killed, he gets electrocuted, right? And the fucking lightning's all over him, and then the lightning disappears, and then the sparks start coming out. Don't you think it would have been better to have the lightning over when the sparks come out of his fucking chest? That that bugged the fuck out of me. I was oh, like, why I'm would you do that? <laughs> that shit bugged the that shit fucking bugged the fuck out of me. I gotta say that. Uh, that that that's my biggest nitpick of the movie and shit. Because uh, this movie's so forgettable that uh, it was just like that's the one thing I remember that annoyed me so much that I had to comment on it. But yeah, uh, six out of ten chew chewing gums. Uh, shout out to John Torleski. Uh, fucking uh, one of the best performances ever. Uh, okay, awesome. Um, glad we agreed. Nico. Yeah, I have to agree. I'm going to give it um, 6 out of 10 Dick Miller as the janitors. Um, <laughs> every, I, I had never seen it. I had no desire to see it until Joe Bob showed it, and I was like, fuck it, this will be fun. Um, I mean, it wasn't terrible. It, it wasn't great either. It's like it's like um, Rob just said, it's it's very memorably unmemorable of a film. Um, the only like key takeaways from the movie are the fact of um, Barbara Crampton uh, Dick Miller and the head explosion scene. Other than that, I mean, it just kind of drags. It does feel like, I mean, look, I know we don't talk about Marvel, but we're talking about it. Endgame is three hours, but that felt like it was 77 minutes compared to what this felt like. And this yeah. felt three hours. <laughs> this, this, this felt like a full three-hour movie, and it, and it wasn't. Even the, even when Joe Bob, like, you know, dragged it out as long as he did, talking to Kelly Maroney on The Last Driving for that. Um, also, too, um, how, how the fuck do you not know you have a camel toe for an entire movie? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But whatever. Um, and then somebody and else in the movie, too, is um, uh, uh, Tony O'Dell plays um, Alan on Head of the Class. He's in it as one of those, like, typical, like, jock douchebags, and he's also in Cobra Kai or uh, uh, Karate Kid, and we didn't really talk about him because this is how unmemorable well, the fucking movie really is. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. I yeah, totally I mean, it, it. yeah. Yeah. See, you see, this is this is and, the type of movie that this is. I mean, and, and there's another dude in there from fucking uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two and shit. That uh, he's the one. Oh I mean, yeah, the what's one, his name? He's the one that gets his throat cut while he's hanging upside down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with the um. Oh God, oh, Russell was it Russell Todd? I think his name is. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. See. You see what I mean? Like, and, you know, Rodney Eastman, like, this is the things, but mainly we focus on the fact that Barbara Crampton's in it, Dick Miller, and the head explosion. I think those three about sum up this movie. Yeah, that's everything that everybody's talked about <laughs> the most. It's the only <laughs> thing that really matters, I think, is that yeah. alone is just those three things. But, I mean, if anything, if you're going to watch it, watch the Joe Bob version, where at least Joe Bob can kind of break up the monotony and have a little fun with it. But mm-hmm. otherwise... I mean, I can't even recommend it as like a party movie, like Night of the Demons or anything, to kind of get a bunch of people and like just chill and smoke like a joint or whatever and watch it, because you'll lose interest and kind of <laughs> you'll yeah you'll a, a, after after the head explosion scene you're gonna sober up. So just just do something else. Watch 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 Killer Clowns. Watch literally anything but this. Night of the but, Demons. Night of Demons. Return of Living Dead. Watch literally any or even watch Reanimator where where Barbara oh, Crampton is fully in it. So there, there you go. Just, We're gonna talk yeah. about Reanimator. I can't wait. So six six out of ten. Dick Miller's is the janitor. Okay, uh, Erica. Oh man, so I'm kind of I have the same opinion as uh, Rob and Nico about it being memorably unmemorable. Like it's not so bad that it's good, or not so bad that you feel this burning hatred that you remember it forever. 
And it's not an excellent movie. Like, it has some positive things. Like, there are several really good cast members. Um, there are some, you know, good performances. The concept has potential, but just the execution wasn't there for me. And I, I was also in that position of, even though I, I saw it when Joe Bob first um, aired it on Shudder, I really didn't remember anything about it other than it had mall robots killing people. So I had to rewatch it. And even after I rewatched it, I'm just like, what, what did I just watch? I don't I don't have much to say about this. It's not, uh, it's just, yeah, it's not memorable. So we I'm concerned going to... that it was going to be a non-conversation, but we did manage to have a conversation. So we I'm, did. Proud of this. I'm proud People that we who should... love this movie might be super annoyed at us, but I mean, I just, I didn't love <laughs> it. Like, um, I'm going with um, five out of 10, uh, teen mall orgies <laughs> <laughs> and interestingly i think last week when we did slumber party massacre 2 i think i gave that four out of ten yeah you did um, it, yeah which like that movie annoys me on so many levels but it is like it does have memorable things about it i feel like this is um technically a better movie but not as memorable makes yeah. sense yeah makes no sense. Def- definitely um mac uh, I'm probably going to roll with Sean. I think you gave it a 7 out of 10. I did. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 uh, watery paint cans. Because when she was busting open those paint cans, I was like, oh, that paint looks mad watery. <laughs> like, who's using that to paint their walls? But um, I will like say, like, bin, like I said in the beginning, this movie's hot trash. But if you like me and you get uh, nice from time to time, it's a good watch, man. It's not too bad. <laughs> seven out I, of ten yeah i mean you you and sean are leading the pack with the the high sevens here uh date it's a seven <laughs> yeah. uh okay I'm, I'm gonna have to give it seven let me just preface though by saying i would have given it a six except it's got mary warnoff and paul bartell and dick miller they earn a point just if they just showed up and like waved to the camera that's a point for me right there um, but I'm going to give it the yeah, seven out of 10, uh, watching your friend burn for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> um, the he- I love the head explosion because it kind of, like I said before, it kind of comes early and it's compared to the rest of the kills and special effects in the movie. Um, it's, it's fairly brutal and, um, reminiscent of the, the, the head explosion in Dawn of the Dead, which you fans will know what I'm talking about. Yes. Um, it, yeah, it's goofy as shit. I guess I, I guess you have to have worked at in a mall for an extended period of time, like I did. So proud of that. That um, <laughs> to get the feeling of what it was like to hang out at the mall and be at the mall. But it was fun. Yeah, it's 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 stupid. Although I we were ragging on the robot. I think the robots looked pretty good for the budget they had, and like um, like they were they were cobbled together from like fucking roller skate parts and like conveyor like, belt everything. parts. Wheelchair. Yeah, they're not, you know, it's not, they're not that bad, you know, they're not, you know. They're not impressive. Number five is alive and going to kill your fucking ass, but I think that, and I'm trying to think of something more interesting to say, but I can't. I, I, it was fun. It's stupid. It's, I think it's a good drinking game movie, right? You can just drink every time someone does something stupid. Yeah. And if I can just interject for a second, I feel like, you know, with that head explosion because we did bring that up quite often it's one of the biggest things to bring up but it happens so early it's kind of like 
you know, premature ejaculation. Like they yeah. blew the load right there. I and we still need a lot that. more movie to go. And but see, with Dawn and Doug, when it happened, you know, there was still a lot more exciting things to go. It was yeah, an exciting so, film. Right. It was a much better film. Yeah, this that's just the best blew its load and was like, I'm sorry, we'll cuddle. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's okay. It happens to everybody, honey. Yeah, it's normal. <laughs> where do we where do we rank that head explosion anyway? Uh, not the like, cause I mean the argument is always like Dawn of the Dead and Scanners for the top head explosion. I you know my vote, you know my vote. I, I know. I mean honestly, honestly, I would probably give it to Scanners because the the head explosion of Scanners is much juicier. Yeah, it's, it's, I love the Scanners head explosion. It's yeah, and it's, it. and it's fucking hilarious too. I got some shit to say about Scanners, but at another time. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I, I gotta go with Dawn instead. <laughs> Because Tom Savini is like excellent at exploding heads. We've seen it in so many films, and he just is amazing. And he's usually the same fucking head. He called it Boris. Right, right. He did just painted it brown for that scene. Yeah, I think. I and he finally, <laughs> yeah, he finally sunk it in in Maniac. Maniac yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. Watch Maniac yeah. Soon, actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I that love was, uh, that movie. Oh yeah. Uh, that that head explosion is great too, and and, and it's same fucking head. Right, and the funny thing too, it's him the one that's firing the shotgun, so he was basically shooting himself in the face. Yeah. I think he was having too much fun with that, but we'll talk about that when we do maniac. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can't wait. Uh, Daniel, what's your rating? I'm gonna go uh, six out of ten. A robot stuck in the escalator. <laughs> no, is is this a great movie? Oh hell no, it's not. It is trash, but. It's still just fun. It's a fun little romp, particularly if you're in 80s slashers. It'll bring so much back for you. Yeah. I mean, Definitely. I think we all pretty much were on the same wavelength. You know, it, it's it's not the worst movie we've ever seen. It's not the best movie we've ever seen. It's a movie. And it has some things in it, like the head explosion. And I guess the most expensive thing besides Did we the head explosion... The head explosion? Yeah, and and the lasers, I guess they only did so many because they were really expensive per laser shot. <laughs> and I love that they're all different colors. The robots have their own like color coded lasers. Yeah, like oh, oh I'm the pink one, and I'm the blue one, and I'm. <laughs> and they went to the school of uh, stormtrooper shooting because yeah. yeah. they suck. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um i guess at this time we will go into plugs um rob will let you go first i know it's easier for you now yes um hold on where is it uh i have a i have a link tree now uh you can follow uh, hit all the links and uh what i got coming up uh, got going on at the uh, link tr.ee slash the cinema drunkie where i have the links for uh, our show the action drunkies and my twitter my youtube my, my, my uh facebook uh i have max twitch on there i have this uh podcast on there nico i have uh, your indiegogo on there um oh thank you yeah uh so uh follow me there and you will see all the links and all the plugs so i can get all this shit out of the way so i'm not here going for five minutes um <laughs> thanks so yes, uh, uh, hit my link tree so you can get all the links and you can find all these good people and uh, see what they're doing. Also, uh, shout out to Mike is on there too. Shout out to my boy Mikey A Hands. Uh, Mikey A Hands, I think that's so cute. 
Yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. Like, it sounds like a Goodfellas uh, character to me. My yeah. Hands. yeah. <laughs> My gay hands. If, 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 you, if you see the movie uh, the, the Paper Tigers, you, you'll understand why I call him that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, shout, out to, shout out to Mike. Uh, shout out to uh, Lindsay from Schlock and All. Uh, Daniel from the, the Cobwebs podcast. Uh, Michael Cook from um, Hit Rewind podcast. And, uh, yeah, the, that's what I got. Awesome. Um, usually Mac follows you up. So, Mac, what do you got? Um, I fucked my link tree up, people. So, I'm going to do it the old school way. Uh, action Drunkies, shout. You know, we out here putting in episodes. Uh, shout um, our family over here. I love uh, Thursdays. I know we love our uh, listeners. That's right. Mikey A-Hands. I see you with your A-Hands. Larry, <laughs> what's up, bro? And um, Ian. Larry, who faithfully attends all of our live shows. shows. And, yes. um, yeah, love all you guys, and uh, glad we made it through another week. Yes. Something to be happy for. Uh, Nico, you want to go ahead? All right, so I got quite a few. I actually did make a link tree finally. I have to. I'm still like working on it, so I don't really. It's weird. I don't understand TikTok. I don't understand Snapchat. I don't understand link tree, but now I'm gonna figure out link tree. So, um, it's a l i n k t r dot e e slash the real Nico Nice. That's gonna have my uh, Facebook, my Instagram, and Twitter, which is El Jefe del Horror. The boss. And then I have the links to the Sticks and Stones Facebook movie on there, the Sticks and Stones Twitter, Sticks and Stones Instagram, and the Indiegogo campaign that is still going. Um, any any little bit helps. $5 is the minimum, but seriously, every little bit helps, and we definitely appreciate everybody here that's been donating and really spreading the word. And i got to give a quick shout-out to Studio House Designs because they've also been sharing the link. Uh, Terror Threads, my, my good friend Rick at Terror Threads has been really sharing that link, and he donated yes, today, so thank you, Rick. Um, who else? My uh, my friend Lilith Von Love. Uh, thank you, everybody that, that's been sharing the link. Thank you. We appreciate it. We're, we're um, getting really close to uh, finishing up the casting process, so we should have uh, some more casting announced soon. And then we can just basically just sit and wait to get the uh, the money at this point to go ahead and get this done. And then we can start filming this thing. And, you know, but I just want to real quick just kind of discuss this real quick. Just, and this is be brief, I promise. Uh, somebody did reach out to me through the campaign and asked if we were actually going to be doing um, a physical like DVD or Blu-ray uh, release as a perk. Um, we're opting not to because our goal is to actually get this into a film festival. As I said, we want to get this picked up by a distributor and let somebody else be the one to show this, whether it is Shutter or it is Redbox or it's Amazon Prime or whoever it may be, sure. or it goes right to theaters, whatever the case may be. I know that that actually is something that people look for, but that's not our goal right now. We want to be able to have people see this as, as you know, much as humanly possible in, in ways that are that are actually you know feasible like on Netflix or a Hulu something like that. So that makes a lot I just kind of I just wanted to kind of address that now like it and, and I'm not knocking like you know the the other Indiegogos that actually have like you know the the physical media as a as a perk. It's just we don't want to have to go that route right now. We we want to actually be able for people to be able to see it fully. That's all. Yeah. I mean, I got Jason Blum over there laughing, so I must have said something. Funny, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Daniel, what's going on with you? Well, as always, uh, you know, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, The Nightmare Nerd. Uh, I've got some projects coming up. 
Uh, the Return of Horror Hot Ones will be impending soon. Ooh. With some uh, fun choices you might like. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, probably going to be starting a blog soon. I think that's nice. a good idea. Mm-hmm. Overdue, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, you have a way with words. Thank you. Um, okay, Erica. Uh, find me at myhorrificlife.com and on Instagram at myhorrificlife. And as far as announcements, other than, well, a couple, Candy and I are doing another makeup palette. So, yeah. Nice. Awesome. That what's it going to be called? Um, this one will be the killer palette, and we're still nice. working on. We haven't finalized the colors for the other one yet, but we did the. Uh, we did figure out what we want to do for the killer palette, so this will be. So really it's fun. ordered. Decals are ordered. The design is is done. We're just waiting for it to come to us, but we just put the, all that order in today, but. Um, we do have another palette coming and some other exciting things coming into our shop because it is ours now. Um, we are partners. So, yeah. So, that's official. Awesome. Nice, super, nice, yeah, nice. Super, super excited and honored to be a part of that. Um, I think, yeah, these these colors are going to be a lot of fun. And I love experimenting with makeup as well. My other announcement is I may be going back to Russia in September. Oh, Okay. So I found out, like, flights are back up and running between the U.S. and Russia, assuming that our governments don't have a big blowout, you know, because they're not getting along currently. Not that they've gotten along really well for a while, but there's been some new tension. So it's like, I'm hoping they don't take it out on, you know, U.S. tourists by just banning us from coming in. But, you know, my visa is good for, like, over a year still, so really want to get this film finished yeah, um, say, i think you guys have a film that you're working on right yes so it's probably just as well i mean if if the travel works out and they accept my you know covid vaccine is valid i just got the second pfizer shot last week um yeah i'm hoping we can finish uh filming breaking ouroboros and i i want to you know play with andre's demon cat that will be fun <laughs> so Jimmy, so not. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's a big thing. And uh, the fact that it's in September may be a good thing for the podcast. Like possibly I could still join you via Skype, but if I can't because of schedule or or bad internet, at least I won't be here to shit on screen. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna leave me to it, damn it. <laughs> Well, I know some people love Scream, and I loved it, like, for a long time when it came out, but I think I watched it so many damn times, I got sick of I, it, and, like, eh, not I feeling it. I a couple things about it when I first saw it, and I still like the same things, but we'll talk about that in September. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so we will see, though. I don't want to give away too much, but that's, yeah, those are my... <laughs> Love excitement. Uh, Dave? So I don't have a link tree yet, but if you guys want to check out my MySpace, I've got this dancing baby. <laughs> I've got this dancing baby. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know, just, oh, just here, uh, come and listen to these wonderful people talk about horror movies, man. This is the this is the only podcast you need to listen to. This is it. Dave, Dave I just got to say, like, you put a little too much emphasis on come. <laughs> like, uh, you know, well, you know. Come and listen to come us. On. And I was like, and it was just like a little bit too much emphasis. It came off a little creepy there. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, no, I'm just fucking with it you. It may Dave. be some 
the reason some people like us. We're talking about boobs. We yeah. talk about dicks. Candy, talk- Candy said premature ejaculation. He kind of perked up a little bit. And- <laughs> I, I heard camel toe a bunch today, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I was about to say, camel toe was like the word of the day today if it yeah. was Phoebe's Playhouse. Day kiss, camel toe. Every time you hear it, let's scream. Oh, oh, um, behind the screams, again, I, I got to do Night of the Living Dead a couple of weekends ago. Fucking... Uh, Ian and Lucy and Lindsay, the fucking greatest ever. Yes. We love yeah. them. And um, yeah, listen to my Night of the Dead, um, Night of the Living Dead episode because that was a lot of fun. It was really, really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I loved it. it. It's hard to find interesting and new things to say about a movie like that, which is so, you know, such a tentpole, seminal film, but uh, it was great. Um, yeah, and we love all our listeners and I love all of you. Oh, we love you. Yeah. And I can't wait to meet you all in July. We're gonna come. I'm gonna come. I know. I'm freaking yeah. out. I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a mess. Don't be. But a... like, I don't want you guys. I know you guys see me like from the top up all the time. You don't. I don't want you to be like weirded out when you Stop. see like. No, how bad my back is. How oh. badly I can't. I'm with Rob. Just, we, but we you, know, I you. feel like everybody will support me and understand. So you know, just be prepared for that because you you hear me being all peppy and stuff, but you don't see some of the other stuff that goes on and it's it's rough sometimes so we need to record we need to record some video like when oh, we I'm just, oh yeah but not like of things i'm oh, not allowed to i'm gonna get pictures with all of us and us yeah. just talking amongst ourselves and i got know. my dope ass camera ready to roll yeah like we're gonna yeah. have all kinds of home fucking videos for this shit and we should get a patreon started and be like hey check this shit out here we are live at this place and Behind we're going to be saying scenes. hi, you know, and this yeah. is what we just did and, you know, not showing anything we're not supposed to, but. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, Mac it's over the there, high as fuck. There's the camera, though. Might see my boot. I'm kidding. Um, uh, what do you got? Um, you can find me on Instagram, Sean of the Dead. Um, you can find me here and nowhere else, uh, as Dave says. Um, shout out to Ian, Lindsay, and Lucy. Um, shout out to my guys, the action drunkies. Um, that's all I got. Yeah. So much awesomeness. Um, speaking of awesomeness, Candy, I just wanted to show you, as you coincidentally said, you had words for scanners. Look what was sitting next to me. Oh, it was like, I got words for you. (laughs) (laughs) My baby right here. I love this movie. So for me, I I also have a link tree because I have a lot going on. Um, just. On social media, anyway. My real life is just boring. Doctors. Um, but it's uh, linktr.ee slash candy, the final girl. Um, you're going to find the link to... Uh, I do have two Instagram accounts. I'm lazy about the new one. I'm working on that slowly. I've just been so busy lately um, with other things in real life, IRL, whatever. Um, but uh, it's going to have... a our Twitter account, which we are at almost 3,200 followers. We're just growing steadily all the time, every day, um, meeting new people. Um, and that's on there. Um, my personal Instagram, which is mostly the show, but I do talk about makeup and stuff because clearly I'm into that shit. Um, and cats. And occasionally children. My, my kids. But, uh, you know, they have their own shit, so I mostly leave them out anymore but uh so that all that stuff and then uh, like erica was talking about uh we are now partners in uh final, final girl cosmetics us 
that is on Etsy. You'll find the link to that. But we we just designed uh, the killer palette. Uh, and I'll just uh, wait for the reveal on that. Hopefully, by the time you hear this, um, you will have seen it <laughs> on my Instagram. Um, and maybe Erica's as well. But we have a lot more in store uh, as far as, like, the cosmetics and you know, taking horror and then doing awesome colors and, and fun things with that is just like really super amazing to combine those things. And I'm really, it's really awesome to have a partner. We can sit on the phone for hours and design this shit and, and just have a great time. And um, so thank you for that, Erica. I really appreciate that. Like, that's oh, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's just like super fun. Um, as for what's coming up for us, uh, we're going to go back into Hen and Lauderverse. Uh, for our next episode with Frankenhooker, uh, we will have returning guest and my friend Jenna, a friend to all of us, uh, will be back. Um, so, you know, shout out to Jenna, shout out to Behind the Screams. Uh, Lucy Lindsay just did a Ghoul's Night Out, uh, which is the first time having guests on that for me and Erica. We did the Stepford Wives, which will already have been out by the time you hear this. And uh, we've got, uh, we're going to do a musical coming up because I know we did Rocky Horror. Um, a couple seasons ago, we're going to be doing Frank Oz's Little Shop of Horrors. I can't uh, wait. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> I'm super excited. Love that movie. <laughs> and Daniel will be back uh, for uh, Event Horizon. So there's a little upcoming previews. And Event Horizon had been rescheduled, and I've been, like, fucking dying to talk about it right now. Like, So we had to reschedule because there were a lot of things came up. Um, we've got exciting more live shows that we'll, we'll already have seen. And a crossover with Action Junkies, who love you guys, love your work. Um, big fan. <laughs> thank you. So, uh, big fan of all of you. Thank you. And uh, thank you guys so much for doing the episode. Uh, it's always the highlight. And, yeah. I didn't I didn't think we would have a whole lot to say about this, but we... Did I not tell you we would manage? I, we, I had faith. We, we, we really didn't, because we talked Thanks about... Yeah, yeah, we did capture exactly. for like 20 minutes. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know what? It worked, and I, people are going to love it, and they're going to find it entertaining. And Because we go places that nowhere else, <laughs> no one else will go. And that is our fucking charm, if oh, you want to call go. it that. It's about as subtle as I am, this show. That's just, 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 just wait until you hear our discussion uh, where we we talked about John Wayne Bobbitt. <laughs> I, I mean, it was There's a legit fact, though. Like, like, th- thanks to Dave, you'll never look at Arby's again the same way again. <laughs> I don't know. It's all Dave's okay. fault. It's all Dave's fault. I, I had a, I, I had a, I had a girlfriend that made me look at Arby's a different way. If that made sense. Oh, oh, I know. No. I, 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 I went there. I went there. I went there. Yo, but there, I agree you with you, Nico. No. Like, I'll, I'll tell you why I agree with you off the mic, but I agree with you, bro. No, 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 no. I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I agree. I, I, I definitely, I knew exactly what he was talking about, and yeah, I, I've been there. Oh, oh no, Rob has been there. <laughs> Good night, children. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Yeah, Sorry. on that note, yeah, definitely good night. I love you guys. Um, love you too. We'll be back next week. Uh, Frankenhooker. Can't love wait. You. We're going I've never seen it. Can't wait. <laughs> on our way to Army. Good night, everybody. Yeah, night. Night. Baltic. That nigga said, pew. <laughs>